Welcome back to another episode of the Unframe of Mind show. Tonight, I've got on a couple special guests. Uh, one of them's been a guest on the show quite a few times back in the past when I was solo in the show with without Anthony. Um, Rico, he's he's coming back. He's actually got a new show that uh, with him and his friend Matt called uh, Red Flag Rhetoric. And I wanted to have them on the show tonight to talk to them about what their show's about and get into a number of different uh, major world-changing topics and, and, and stuff that will actually unframe your mind, oddly enough. You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your hosts battle the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. All right, and welcome back to this fantastic episode of the Unframe of Mind show, where we have uncomfortable conversations without a condom. I'm your host, Daniel Wagner, tonight with you, and I have on the show with me tonight, special guest Rico. What's up, man? Thanks for having us, dude. <laughs> and then I've also got uh, his partner from Red Flag Rhetoric named Matt. Hey, how's it going, man? All right. And I've never met Matt until just moments ago, other than listening to you guys' first episode. So I guess uh, tonight we'll spend a little time doing that, getting to know you guys, what your show's about, what kind of things you plan on covering. Uh, you know, basically, why should anybody give a shit about your show? Oh, okay. So first off, if you've listened to our first couple episodes, you're going to think it's a music podcast because it's definitely been music centric so far. But it's only because uh, I'm scheming. I'm using a little bit of my connections to try to get some uh, traffic going. You know, I, I, I was a musician for years. I met a lot of people and I'm trying to, uh, you know, do that whole uh, coattail writing thing and get some some people on here that will get people interested. And then three or four episodes in, I'm going to flip the script oh. and go full blown conspiracy i love how you said you're scheming but really i think you're just using your resources that are available to you that's kind of a smart business move isn't it uh, well i see it that way but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to be you know i'll try to be a cool cat about it oh okay i got you i got you what, and what about you what about you man what do you hope what are you planning with the show what's yeah well i think the uh, the original idea was for us to capture kind of just you know, we work together. And so, sorry, we have these... sorry to interrupt. I love I love how when you started talking, I looked over and saw Rico like with his head down, like fuck, I fucked that up. God, God dang it, God dang it. I know exactly what's going through well, his mind we, right we now. We don't do video, right? So, so I'm, I'm oh, thinking, I'm not even thinking about video. Yeah, so I'm picturing editing and whatnot. I'm like, oh my God, there's video. And so yeah, I, don't don't so even worry about it. I didn't even just, do makeup this, yeah, this time. No, it's all good. It's you look beautiful, homie. You look fantastic. You look like a couple of dudes with. Uh, with a terrorist flag behind you and you know don't worry about it <laughs> i have a flag somewhere around we're here. about to do some sawing all right, all right. sorry uh, sorry, sorry. I, didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you man go ahead go ahead no so i think the original idea was just to um kind of capture we work together and we have these conversations every day of um either conspiracies or just things that we believe or think about the world um and a lot of them we disagree on or at least we don't fully agree which are even more fun sometimes because we can see some of those, uh, we see some things happening in the background, but we don't agree necessarily with the, with the purpose of them or with the intention of them. So we can have kind of conversations about that. And so we wanted to really capture that, uh, in a way that we could be creative and get it out there. If people wanted to listen to it, uh, I think we have good ideas. 
I don't that's think awesome. that's being too yeah. main about it. I, I and, like what you said. Not only do we have chemistry, but we we also respect each other's opinions when we do differ. Like we always get to a place where, like, sure, that's you know, that that's a total possibility too. You know, like we yeah, always that's super important, super important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of respect when we do disagree, which you know the world could use a lot of right now. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've found, I found a number of the conversations that I've had with people usually center around the fact that we, we, we tend to agree on what the problems are. Like, people are really good at identifying the problems. Uh, the, the issue just starts happening when you try to discuss the solutions. Like, like that's where you really start to see some major, like, chasms between people's opinions and their, and their thoughts. It's like, wow, that's, that's, that's a fun conversation to have for sure when you get down, when you start going down that road. Um, yeah, and, or, and it's actually or, sorry. It's actually what I found frustrating about uh, older like like talk radio and stuff is like, no matter whether you listen to the right or the left or whatever the hell you listen to, it, they they do nothing but talk about problems all the time. It's like nobody offers solutions. Like I want to hear some like what what's your what's your plan? How do we fix this? Like you know, give me something I can I can sink my teeth into. So maybe that's that's something I wanted to ask you about your show is is do you guys offer any of that like beyond just the the discussion itself, but do you guys go or plan on going deeper into the topics as far as okay, now that we have this information, now what? The solutions are are a fun conversation and the causes and the causes can be just like, because the problems are easy to see, but people argue about the causes of why does that problem exist. Um, I think we just did our second episode on on cancel culture, and it was a pretty it was a pretty short conversation. But I think what we, but the heart of it was, hey, what what causes this? Like, obviously, anybody can look at it and see that, you know, there's an issue of people just, you know, hearing something they don't like or digging up a tweet from 20 years ago and saying, hey, you know, you should lose your job over this, and you know, that's that's an issue because it should bring about conversation or, or something like that to change. Dude, and so we kind of, yeah, we kind of talked about what, what causes this, what's this, this idea of this kind of pride in my ideas have to be right. And if you disagree with me, then you must be wrong. And well, the media and yeah. Hollywood is fueling. So I so think how, a lot of the disagreement, you Matt, know? how, how old are you, Matt? I'm, I'm going to be 33, but 33. I look young. And oh, I okay. Yeah. You, that's, I wanted to ask cause you, you did seem a little younger than that, but you're about the same age as me. Rico's about a decade older than us almost. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but, well, he is a decade older than you, isn't he? Anyway, um, basically that what I'm getting at is we, I think, got to uh, experience, we, we were at that age, we were like the last people that got to benefit from a non-social media world in our childhood and growing up. It's like like you mentioned, people bringing up tweets from 20 years ago. First of all, I'm going to call bullshit on that because Twitter wasn't around 20 <laughs> years ago, but... <laughs> I digress. Uh, but basically, it's like we, we we were able to make the mistakes and say the stupid shit and do the things that most people would like. I would look back on my past and go, oh, what what was I thinking? What was wrong with me? And then we don't have a, a record of that. So it's it's like we're seeing kids growing up in a world today where everything from the time they're born is being documented by either whether it's by their parents or once they reach a little bit older and they've got their own devices, they start recording it. It's like now you have ammunition. You can go back and start searching on people and finding out all this crap that they said or did and hold it against them. And it's like, wow, like does that ever dawn on like, like just hit you like how uh, what's the word here? How how uh, awesome it is, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Fortunate—that's the word. How fortunate it is that we kind of made it under the under the door the last second before it shut, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, actually, this whole thing—I uh, 
you know, typically me diving right into the rabbit hole, but that you, you, you know, you're in the black mirror, the whole episode with the social credit system. Right. Yep. I've seen. Well, it. basically in China's already there. Mm-hmm. Basically that's what the beginnings of what this is going to turn into. If something severe doesn't stop it, social credit is basically algorithms and AI, if you will, not woo woo AI, like genuine AI is going to make everyone pay for any decision they've made or anything they've done online or anytime they got drunk you and talk, tweeted. Sorry, you're talking I mean, machine learning, not AI necessarily, but you're talking about machine learning? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, well, just algorithms pretty much. Right, right. Uh, the whole Palantir thing, um, I'm sure everyone's familiar with that no. picture of <laughs> Donald Trump in Saudi Arabia. Okay, have pa- you seen Lord of the Rings? Uh Yes. <laughs> okay, well, they, in Lord of the Rings, they have this ball, and they can see everything. It's called Palantir. So there's a new software that came out in Saudi Arabia called Palantir. And what it is, it's an algorithm that can look for certain phrases or keywords and zero in on what someone said. And if someone has a problem with someone's voice or something they're into or Kevin Hart having a problem with homosexuality and, you know, they could find whatever they want, cancel whatever they need to, yeah. and it, the the algorithm itself can shut down talking. And basically, it's um, a social credit system. Now, now you're not. Wild. Are you talking about the thing in with Donald Trump in Saudi Arabia where he was touching the the, the globe that looks like you know yes, the little exactly. shiny crystal ball thing? Yes, that that's that was that was a, a meeting about something called Palantir. Oh, okay. Palantir got you. So I was, I was just making sure I brought it up while you were yeah. talking there. Did I dive too far? <laughs> no, well, no. I, mean, I, I was this just is where we're, this is where the whole thing's headed. Right. You, you brought it, you brought it up. I just wanted to make sure I'm understanding where you're going. Uh, I, I'm also bringing up a video of uh, a picture of it while you're talking. So it's on there nice. as well. Nice. Um, I'm trying, I got to, I got to produce while I, <laughs> while I interview as well. So there's multiple thoughts going on here. Anyway. Yeah. I um, um, yeah, I, I do remember that picture. I, I haven't heard of the Palantir. I didn't know what that was or anything like that. And uh, and I, I, but I have heard of the social credit score, and I've heard about that kind of stuff going on. Um, and the Black which, Mirror episode, right, like right. Is, is exactly like it's predictive programming. Is what that's called. It's exactly what China's living with right now. Yep. If they jaywalk too many times, they can't ride the train or fly on an airplane. Like, yeah. If they buy unhealthy foods too often. And you know, obviously, they're in a much different situation than us. But yeah, gov- if you, governmentally, history shows yeah. <laughs> especially especially the type of government they have, where the, the the government can come in and do all this shit without you know any kind of hindrance whatsoever. At least we have some kind of semblance of something where the people can say something. You know, it, it may not it might not work as well as people think it does, but at least we have that. If if, if not just the illusion of it, at least we have it. You know, well. We do now, but we're definitely smelling the beginnings of, you know, what's being baked up for us, which is, you know, all the uh, cancel culture and, you know, you can't use certain pronouns and teachers are getting fired for calling the wrong person the wrong gender and laws are being changed. And what I'm seeing is not next year is I feel like 10 years down the road or if we don't wake up and stop buying into all this divide and conquer nonsense when people don't have that much hate in their heart. It's being fueled by the media. Absolutely. If we don't wake up and see it, we're going to be China in 10 years down the road. 
Now, let me give you some kind of a different perspective on that. Is I, I, I was listening to Tim Pool the other day as, as he was talking about this cancel culture stuff, and he made an interesting point talking about how here lately we've kind of started to see a turning around, almost like the cancel culture, it, it, the, the whole model is starting to collapse. Um, that being what he, what he was saying is, yeah, yeah. What, but the points he was making was you had Chappelle just come out and had that big special. It was hugely offensive, uh, and and nobody really said much. Um, then you've got um, Ricky Gervais just now on the what is the Golden Globes? He said his shit. Oh my god, that blew that up amazing. like crazy. But you know now he's actually making more money than he ever did. You know he's like rose to like number one in some of the charts and shit. You know as far as actors and I, I can't remember the chart exactly, but basically it's showing a positive benefit to standing up and going, hey. What the fuck, guys? We're not taking, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna say what's in our hearts, and we're gonna, we're gonna, and and what what did he say? The the more you guys get offended, the more I'm gonna do this. It's like, and, and he Thank he God, listed, man. he How listed, refreshing. yeah, yeah, he listed a few examples of of stuff like that that's been happening within the last probably six months or so, and the the reaction from the cancel culture crowd is just not having the impact that it once did. They're just people are starting to wake up i think that's one of the benefits of having the internet is like people are starting to wake up and be able to spread that information around and say oh okay i see what's going on we've got like a handful of loudmouth assholes trying to cancel everybody companies are going oh shit oh shit we don't you know and then now companies i think are starting to recognize that maybe the 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 loudmouths aren't having as big of an impact on their business as you know so when ricky gervais goes up there and he says that shit and he goes and 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 ends up <laughs> rising to the top of the charts uh, you know come uh, that shows people are hungry for yeah yeah Ho- hollywood's gonna look at that and hollywood wants to make money just like anybody else and they're gonna look at that and say well i guess i guess it's okay we can i guess we can hire him <laughs> you know <laughs> right I, i'll believe think- i'll believe it's over when roseanne comes back <laughs> you know that would yeah, be great. right yes i don't think she's gonna th- do it though no i think part of it is the people the people love that I think it was always the the media and these critics. Like, if you look at Chappelle, Chappelle's last special that I mean, I thought I thought it was refreshing. I, thought, I loved it. Mm. Um, I mean, it had a, almost like a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. But then yeah, from yeah, yeah, because they only let critics rate it. Yes, and but <laughs> if you look, they have two scores because they have a, a just an audience score. Right. The audience score was in the nineties. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's one of those things where they're trying to control it. And I think they are starting to realize, wait a minute, we don't have the control that we thought we did. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one, real quick, is that the one where he goes into the letters? Yeah. Oh, Oh my God. So now... Now that we've we've made it this far, we, we seem to be all in agreement with this so far. Now this could go one of two ways: either either the cancel culture shit could could collapse, and the the grip that those these media companies are trying to hold over us slips, and we regain power, or they double down, and which is a very real possibility, you know, because usually, especially under these like authoritarian style regimes, when shit's not going their way, they just get more violent until people finally you know, give in to what they're trying to get, get them to do, you know, so it could go, you know, we, we got to be vigilant and we got to be sure we're still staying on top of it and not, not take our yeah. foot off the gas pedal. Well, I don't want to be defeatist about this, but mm. I definitely think it's going to be at least an attempt at the second option. Um, there's a whistleblower, you know who Sam Tripoli is? I've heard the name. He, he he's been on Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, is he a on his podcast, he had a Google whistleblower talk uh, he like talk about how bad they're cutting down they're making certain search terms only give you mainstream narratives or like fox or national geographic and um 
some of my favorite topics. You can't find the genuine uh, version of what it is, I believe. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, so what's going on with that is he had an interview with this guy and they're actually how do you say it? Confifi? Kofifi? What's the word that Co Trump said? Kofifi, yeah. Okay. Do you know that that word actually has meaning? It's an actual word, and Google was able to basically erase all traces of the word? No, I did not know that. Yes. And this Google whistleblower, I'll send you the episode, and uh, you could put it in your show notes uh, under the description on YouTube so everyone else can see it. There's certain phrases like a lot of the false flag stuff with Sandy Hook and stuff like that, there's certain phrases that they just deleted all links to. And he, he sits there on this uh, episode with Sam Tripoli and lists it all. And Google, I mean, they're God right now as far as, as, far as information goes. So if they have a narrative they want you know, people to follow, they're pulling it off. And they can legally too because it's a private company. And this is... It's being fueled, and I think it might get a little bit worse before it gets better. Because obviously, most people are waking up to, you know, the so, conspiracy so th that is divide right and here, conquer. This, this right here, I'll tell you what, is why friends don't let friends Google anything, okay? <laughs> <laughs> friends don't let friends Google drugs. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I use DuckDuckGo and the Brave browser, and I seem to get a lot better results what I'm looking for. It seems to actually turn up what I'm looking for. It's pretty nice. <laughs> and they don't sit there and track your shit. I don't know if you guys see, see this is what I'm talking about solutions. You know, complain about Google is one thing, but here's some solutions. There you go. It's great. There you go. I t tell me you guys use DuckDuckGo. I or am, or at least some. I'm getting it right now. Or at least some. <laughs> I'm googling DuckDuckGo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I hate my life. I'm, oh I'm my literally. God. I, I need I literally need like, googling DuckDuckGo. Oh my I am God. brainwashed. <laughs> I need a big old like graphic that pops across the screen like a stinger that says hashtag irony. <laughs> no, oh my God, no! I, I swear, I, I couldn't be more honest about like I'm really googling the the an alternative to Google. <laughs> so let me ask you guys, uh, as far as as far as uh, what you were talking about before, when you guys do your show, you said some there's some topics you disagree on, and that's what makes kind of and, and that's honestly that's kind of what makes our show exciting too, I think, because you have an anarchist atheist and a Christian conservative doing a show together, so you're going to have some points of contention from time to time, which is great. So what what is it about you guys that you think will will people will want to tune in to see your different perspectives? Like what kind of things do you guys differ on? Cosmology is a huge one. Cosmology is a big one. Um, the other the other thing is like a lot of the, um, you know the the, well what what we were planning on getting into tonight the you know the the agenda the the you scripted know, reality scripted stuff. reality stuff. Well, you don't totally disagree. I don't. I you don't just totally don't think disagree. It's I think, as it's, dark as I I think it's more out of convenience. Like they so, co-opt well, the video. I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what. To... Let, let's let's go ahead and since we teased that at the beginning, let me go. Let's go ahead and get into that, and we'll go. We'll go ahead and because because I'm kind of lost on this because you brought it up. I know generally what you mean, Rico, when you say it, but I don't know exactly what you mean when you say it. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, like like I can see like I can see the shape, but I don't see the details. And I, I want maybe you could maybe you could give us uh, maybe even my audience some. Uh, brief 
like like an overview about what we're even talking about. First of all, because we want to keep in mind a lot of the stuff that you that you and I talk about tend to be outside the the Overton window. Overton window. Right, and people just kind of they they kind of glaze over if they're not if if it's not at least somewhat connected to the reality they know. So I want to I want to try to if we can just find a jumping off point into this that would be awesome. Oh, as lame as I can possibly put this, I am a lot okay. of the conspiracy stuff I'm into. I'm on the fence, or with our rating system slightly off the fence one way or another. Okay, but I am 100 percent confident that it's all WWE when it comes to politics, mainstream news, uh, you know, domestic, foreign and domestic policies. And I, I've i read a lot about this. I've read several books, um, some suggested reading, if anybody's, you know, hears this and their ears perk up, is uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. And another one is the octopus of global control there is some documents and some writings from the 33rd degree freemason albert pike that came out in the late 1800s and he clearly describes the plan for three world wars and why they're doing it what uh it's it's a i don't want to be alex jones here i realize he says globalist a lot and even though I don't like the word global, uh, it's basically just a plan to you're run everything. A, you're such a conflicted individual. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I, I know. I'm just, I just want this narrative like, to come out like, very clean. It's, like, it's funny because – You can listen to the Albert Pike prophecies. I'll as send you a – Sorry, as you're saying this, it's like, okay, caveat, okay, this, this, caveat, okay, this, this, caveat, 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 okay, and go, and go. <laughs> no, no, I know. That, I know. That's my experience but, of listening to you talk. But it's 100%. I know. Yeah, you're totally – no, I hear myself too, and it drives me nuts, so I can't imagine. Yeah, just just take – just grab my hand. Take me through this. Okay. Well, here's the thing. If if you're not – people watch uh, so much TV, uh, so much of the movies – Hollywood puts out a movie about it. Like, I mean, the narrative about anything that's historical that Hollywood puts out is wrong. Like, I can – the Titanic actually didn't sink, <laughs> believe it or not. A boat did, but it wasn't the Titanic, and it was an insurance scam. There's a there's a book about it. But Hollywood, okay. uh, it's even called Hollywood because the kind of wood you use for a magic wand is out of a holly tree. So Hollywood literally means magic wand. We're trying to shape the way you you know you you view something. Anyway, before that, Albert Pike. He's a very respected Freemason. He has several monuments in Washington, D.C. He wrote a script for how to bring about a one world, a new world order. You know, what all the presidents go on about, what all the, you know, globalists go on about. And he wrote out the narrative for all three world wars. And it's straight up documented. Uh, The documents are in a museum. This isn't just hearsay. And, uh, and, you know, our listeners, I'll, you could put a link in the description. I actually found it before I came in tonight so that people can, you know, see the Albert Pike prophecies. It's all been laid out. It's a script. Presidents, uh, there's no Trump uh, meeting with Kim Jong-un and hoping to work this out. Or I mean, They're all, it's, it's, it's not different presidents fighting each other and arguing. It's the elite and everyone else. And that's, that's all there is. And 
I'll send you another link by uh, General Wesley Clark, where he gives a list of seven countries just after we invaded um, Iraq mm -hmm. after 9-11. The seven countries, he's a whistleblower, and he says exactly what countries we're going to war with and in order, and the last one's Iran. So any kind of rhetoric back and forth about, well, Iran did this, I hope Trump does this, it's 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 nonsensical. It's WWE, It's there's a plan, they're going through with it, there's no stopping it, and it drives me nuts that I can't get anyone to see this whenever I'm offering clear proof. I'm like, hey, I'll send you this, watch this, then we'll talk, and people are like, no, no, I'm not going to watch it. I, there's a football game. It's it's I I am in the belief, and I know how crazy it sounds. It took me a, a while to get here, but I'm in, in the belief that it's all scripted WWE. Don't voting on any level other than local is nonsensical. Okay, uh, it, it it does remind uh, brings to mind the uh, QAnon story that we've been hearing. Um, and the other the other day it came up the topic came up again as far as uh, uh, dropping more Q proofs and one of the examples was well we got this uh, mirror clock and and when you look at the mirror clock it, sh it shows these timestamps on these different events and different tweets that Trump puts out and it's a uh, um, this this last one coincided with when Nancy Pelosi was going to bring the uh, articles of impeachment to the Senate and it's like. I started asking, like, wait a minute, are you telling me this whole trust the plan thing is? I'm, you know, Nancy Pelosi's in on it too. Like, she also is in on it. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be like a pro-Trump kind of thing here, but it's like, wait a minute, how did they know when Nancy Pelosi was going to take them over? Unless she's in on it, and if she's in on it, she's the one that sit there and you know uh, knew about the ter the uh, uh, torture that was going on in Guantanamo Bay. Uh, didn't press charges against uh, Bush because she knew she'd be implicated. She's the one that passed the Obamacare bill and, and said you'll have to you'll have to pass it to see what's in it. Like this is the lady that's in on this plan too. Like now hold on a minute. So I I don't know, man. It, it might be legit, but then again, if it is legit, I'm like the the what you said about the elites versus everyone else. I'm like, why would I trust a plan that they're all in on that I have no control over? <laughs> like it, it it it's a little bit unnerving thinking that that's a possibility and people are like going for it and they're like making excuses even for Nancy Pelosi if she is in on it oh she's just part of this and that I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to believe I, I don't really tend to focus on that because I don't have a lot of control over it but you know that's just sure well and uh, some more weight to the whole um, presidents aren't elected they're selected uh, this is verifiable uh, they don't deny it it's mainstream stuff here it's going to sound not mainstream, but it is. You, this is provable. Is that all of our presidents, except for one, Andrew Garfield, are all blood related? They're also all blood related to all the people that that shape our culture, like the Brad Pitts, the Angelina Jolies, um, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, degenerate I call her. Um, they're also <laughs> blood related to all the royalty in Europe, and That's they're so all punk traced rock. back so to. So rock of you, dude. Oh, this punchline is going to – it's awesome. They're all related to Vlad the Impaler. You can – I could send you a clip of Prince Charles not only saying yes – and by the way, that's who Dracula is based on. So the whole – that gives the whole adrenochrome a whole new angle. But he purchased Vlad the Impaler's castle, and mm -hmm. there's an interview you can find on YouTube of him standing in front of the castle going – 
in fact, we're blood related. I mean, they're fucking proud of it. <laughs> so, you know, like, so the, the fact that, and, and, you know, the, the wake up call to this should be the fact that uh, we had John Kerry and uh, George W. Bush to choose from. They were both skull and bones and they're both related. And that was our options. I, I think the blood relation alone and Trump, too, I hate to say it. Uh, you know, I'm a conservative Christian, but I hate to say it, but he's one of them. That so, uh, that's just too much. That's a bridge too far for me. So if if you had okay, so let's just take Trump for example. Then if you had to say how he was related to all of them, like what's what's the connection here? Like how many generations of of you know, like how many generations back do I have to go to say oh there it is? And then and then um, e- even if that's true, I mean, again, how many people could you do that with? And uh, the yeah. same would still okay. be true. Is, no, good get, question. Get what I'm saying? But that's exactly where I went. You know, being a Christian, I was like, well. Technically, we're all related. Uh, you could do your own research on this. It's and inbred it's not, by it, that logic. It, it, it is. It is absolute. What and inbred by that logic. <laughs> but not gank. Uh, oh, I choked the symbol. That's a gank. <laughs> I got um, it. No, no, it's a good question. That's the first thing. I, first place I went. Like, well, you know, so what? You know, you can get to anywhere. You know, on that map. You know, um, ancestry.com. Right. No, it is. A bloodline thing that traces back to, uh, I hate the word. I'll make it's, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say the word, the 13 Aluma donkey bloodlines. Okay. And, and they, it is a very, it, it's very tight. I mean, you do have some twice removed cousin stuff going on, but it's enough that it made a news and went nationwide and actually uh, i think it was like a 16 year old girl was doing a uh, project for school and it made the news she's the one that discovered this and then all the royalty and prince charles and vladley and paler started just kind of instead of trying to deny it because she proved it you know without you know any doubt at all they all started owning up to it which was bizarre to me like uh, you can find a clip of Obama going. Oh, you got us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a clip of Obama going. Well, yes, it's recently pointed out to me that I'm related to Dick Cheney, but uh, uh, I can guarantee you I won't be going to that family reunion anytime soon. <laughs> I would like That's to see that clip. Cool. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean this is all verifiable, you know. But these guys are put into place. They're the elite. They run the show, and. The episode we did on on your show about anarchy, mm-hmm. I fully behind it. That's what we need. I, I like I gave you that quote that um, well, not the anarchy you're thinking. Oh no, shit! See, see, I think we just found a point of disagreement between. <laughs> well, no, see, it's, it's interesting. What I thought it's interesting because you two have your own disagreements on things where I might agree with you, but I might also agree with Matt on other things that we disagree on. It's like it's like <laughs> yeah. That's, it's, I love I love it. This is what I like well, about I being people. I agree with everything now that I know what anarchy is and not just the punk rock anarchy like right, I described. Right. Molotov but cocktails, Mad Max universe where there's no rules. There. I said that government is a disease posing as its own cure. Yeah. We don't need them. And you're right. Yeah. The only reason why I'm not on board with you and like preaching it because mm-hmm. I don't I don't see a scenario where we could get there. Right. No, I, I I do understand it. it yeah, There's we're talking dug in too deep. We're talking we're talking multi generational shit that we won't be around to see. That we need to be the ones that the steward in the the new movement toward it and get people on board and understanding what it even is and why the government's so so interested in making sure we're propagandized to think that what anarchy is is actually the exact opposite of what it is. Yeah. See, I'd be 
and this is without hearing that episode or, or thinking about any of that stuff. I'd be all about changing, uh, like changing the way that we do things and changing the government. I just think I'm one that I tend to be- – I don't believe in the goodness of people. I think people are just inherently not good. Oh, think oh that- that's excellent. No, 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 that's excellent. I, 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 yeah. Let's say I agree with you. Okay. People are, so then if you – Well, hang on. Just, just hold that no, thought for just a second. Yeah. Hold that thought for just a second. You, let's say people are inherently evil. So you're willing to put people in charge of a government that governs people, and people are inherently evil. And you know the government structure, the way it's set up, inherently draws evil people. Like it's like a honey yeah. a honey pit for them. They're like, oh yeah, if I can control other people. That's great. Like why would why, like th- that would make absolutely no sense if I was just to sit down and start spelling out like a logical way we could kind of figure this stuff out. If if you honestly believe that people are inherently evil. Yeah, no, and I think I agree with that. I think that's where that that would be the change that I would think about is uh, that you know that's the system that we need to figure something out about. But you know, when I think anarchy, I'm thinking no rules, the, this, that, and the other thing. I think you you still need to have a set of guidelines. And you still Absolutely, have a, you need to have some way to govern. Say go, govern that, whether yeah. or not you just have elected officials that are doing it, or you find some other method of how to fix it. Uh, that's a that's a different thing entirely, but I'm yeah yeah. There, I would just there's be there's ways to do, about there's that. ways to do it. I mean, think about something like the BBB. You know, the Better Business Bureau is like a, I don't think it's government owned, as far as I know. I think it is a private company that actually, you know, it's like uh, if I have a business and I get this BBB seal of approval, it's like a a mark a good mark on my report card, and it's it's a private market way of saying of controlling and regulating industry. It's a way that can be done. And what you said about no rules, that's actually incorrect as far as anarchy. Anarchy just means no rulers. It's all that's it means. the disinformation yeah, that yeah. we went into because I anarchy I, I see Molotov cocktails and, right. and, and, and and like this insanity and rape and, and loud punk rock music and uh, it was a big misconception. Like what, what helps me imagine what anarchy would look like is I picture the dating world. That's anarchy. Like there's no rules and regulations on in the dating world. Like I don't, I don't have like. There's no, there's no uh, government official of of uh, you know relationship relations that goes over and says, okay, well we've got too many people uh, getting this quality of dates, so we need to go ahead and regulate that. We need to ugly up these people over here, and you know these guys, <laughs> like these guys, these guys over here are getting all the pussies, so we need to go ahead and take some of that from them and redistribute it amongst other people. No, you don't have none of that. People have are, are free will, free will to choose what they want. There's a. a, a pretty standard you know understanding on you know uh engagement and how things are done you know and it changes a little bit with society as we grow older but i mean it's it's all done voluntarily that's the big key concept here the key key theme here that's and that is anarchy take that all right but let's take that then and if we apply that to just everything rather than just dating what does taking advantage of each other like taking advantage of each other cheating on each other what does all that look like when we're talking about the grand scheme of every law like you know murder stealing like well, all of that's not that it doesn't exist now. Obviously, it does exist now, and right. it's against the law, and it still exists. But yeah, that would have been my the, uh, first. Where, that where's the punishment, or yeah. where's the, well, the enforcement? We we do it. Yeah, that would have been my first uh, uh, comment. Is compared to what? I mean, if you look at what we have now, like it. I mean, it's not exactly working that well, and we can we're all, we're all definitely in agreement that our our prison systems are fucked up, way too overcrowded. Uh, the punishments don't match the crimes. I mean, people are They're getting privatized. Kind of, yeah, private like which if in under anarchy, prisons would be privatized <laughs> because obviously no public. Well, not not but, traded on and not giving mandatory minimum sentencing yeah, so that the, you could guarantee populations. Yeah, are, the major uh, difference you know, would be that. Th- 
that we would be focused on prevention rather than cure. You know, right now, the way it's set up, they benefit by people. Like, more laws means more people in our prisons, and we get paid. That's how we get paid. No, it would be set up more like we, it would, the, 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 um, uh, what's the word here? Um, incentives would be balanced differently to where, okay, this prison boasts having like the fewest inmates and less retention rate, and they're the ones that end up getting all the funding, or people will be more willing to pay money into something like that. I mean, I would pay for that. Like, oh, this this prison's doing a great job. They, you know, they're keeping crime down in the area, or whatever the case is. Uh, more to, more to your more to your point though is like because you, you said, well, how do how do we like figure out everything? Well, the thing is, we don't have to figure out everything. We just got to look at the mm-hmm. principles here. We just got to look at the principles. If we agree with the principles and we and and it's and the principles are sound and the logic is sound, um, quite frankly, we didn't have to have everything figured out about how we would run our economy without slavery. But we all recognized it was fucking wrong. You know, and nobody had nobody, nobody like the best example I've ever heard is like if if I would have came to you in the days of slavery and said, guess what? One, you know, one day if we get rid of slavery, we're going to have these giant machines that like eat up dinosaur juice and they like go through the fields and like chop stuff up. And you'd look at me like I was fucking crazy. Like that sounds insane. But lo and behold, that's exactly what we're what has happened as a as a result of trying to solve the problems in the absence of slavery. So it's it's just about the principles, sticking to them, being uh, uh, applying them evenly across all spectrums of your life, and then moving forward with that, and then you know living as if. Does that make sense? I'll be the first to admit I have a major defeatist attitude about you know society self-correcting. Right. You know, like I I appreciate your your view, but I'm very defeatist. I I just feel like we're just gonna. If I, I would be on board with what you're saying. If everything crashed, started over, blackout, EMP, and we're putting this back together, oh, hell I would no. definitely go for anarchy. But I just don't see <laughs> a way we could ever that. course correct. That would be way worse. That, that, then, we'd, then we'd have a bunch of assholes saying, well, if you want anarchy, just go to Somalia. I've heard that one all the time. Like, <laughs> dude, that's not, that's not anarchy. That's no. a result of a failed state. <laughs> that's, that's I think not. people uh, associate anarchy with chaos. Right, because well, like because that's the different disinformation that's out there. Like whenever you uh, edited to our episode where I came on and talked about uh, my main concern with anarchy was basically that you know corporations are going to be at top of the food chain just mm-hmm. as they pretty much are now in central banks, and I was talking about how um, sociopathic and psychopathic you know people get whenever uh, human rights is. A distant second to profit yeah. and I, I still see that system even with an anarchy system growing towards that direction like like he said human nature is inherently just not you know the best yeah i i mean i would i mean you might be right i have no idea i, I but i just I, I gotta i gotta stick with the principles and i gotta stick with the the morals the moral uh, sure. implications here um it might be very well that i in my personal opinion i don't think people are inherently good or evil i think they're just most people just don't give a shit they're just kind of living their life and they're not really good or bad they're just kind of there doing their thing going to work paying their bills taking care of their kids you know they're, they're you know just there you know <laughs> i think most people are that you know it, yeah. it, it, that's kind of evidenced by when i ask people what have you what'd you do this weekend oh nothing 
<laughs> for the longest time, I I really thought, oh, they just don't want to talk to me about their weekend. But as as you know, as I grow older, I'm starting to believe them. <laughs> I think really they literally yeah. didn't really do anything. They just kind of took a break from work, sat on their ass, maybe cracked open a beer and watched some shows. That's most people. I, I just I I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm anxious for one of those days. So you're right. Like like I can't wait for a day off so I could do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. So, so what's what's something that you two d- d- disagree on, like vehemently? Like, what's the biggest thing that you guys are no, like? Not that, one. not that one. He said not that one. Not that one. He definitely did. Um, I'm just not out of the closet about that. Oh, yeah, I, I, think, I know. I think you you are, but if people people would have to watch the beginning of the episode to have caught it, you were you were that fast with it, but I I caught it. it. it anyway, so up. what's number two then? What's number two? Uh, well, I think. The WWE thing is is up there. We talk about that, but I'm not. Uh, he thinks. Um, uh, he thinks. Okay, kind of what I think, but co-opting <laughs> as opposed, like all the false flags, like you know how we got into Vietnam. You know, his whole thing is well. You know, I know the Gulf of Tonkin was sunk, and that's how we got into it. But mm-hmm. that was more legitimate, and they co-opted it and used it to go into war. He doesn't think. Where I guess what the term is, he's red pilled and I'm black pilled. I think it's a lot more nefarious than he thinks. So I guess that would be probably not describing well, it well, yeah. but that's the big difference. Yes. Yeah, so, so when we were talking about earlier, I, I did notice, Matt, that you didn't really offer any rebuttal. So I guess now would be a good time for you to hop in. <laughs> yeah. And, no. 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 And, think, and tell us so, how tell us how Rico is totally full of shit. <laughs> well, that, we don't, how, how, long your do episode, that. how long are your episodes? Oh! <laughs> I, I think part of, where, part of where I stand on this is not necessarily that there's a, a, a one world or new world order or uh, not that I'm completely against the idea that there could be a controlling power that's kind of manipulating everything. Uh, I think there are maybe a handful or you know, nations could still be independent or on their own. But again, like we were just talking about, you can shake your head all you want. <laughs> oh, again, God, you got a camera. This is something that I'm not necessarily like, I haven't looked into it nearly as much as him. I will admit that. But right. like, like we were just talking, I think people are inherently evil. I think the governments are. Um, and therefore, I think, all right, I see Iran and Saudi Arabia having issues. Um how can I benefit getting oil? How what what could I do in the Middle East where I'm going to benefit the most from these issues and them playing all of these other countries like Syria and Iraq? Because you can look. I mean, and again, this could just be on the surface, but Iran and Saudi Arabia are the ones that are basically playing all of these other countries, choosing sides and the opposite side uh, in all these other countries' civil wars and. You know, it's chaos over there that, oh, hey, look, I see chaos. I see an opportunity. Um, you know, the the Gulf of Tonkin thing, it was it was a uh, it was a mistake. Right. Verse which is what I think. I think, you know, they thought that there was there was people there. There weren't. Oh, we have this report that we were getting shot at, but we weren't. Well, it's already been reported. Let's take advantage of it. We want to go to war anyway. Why not just here's here's our kind of like here's our out versus like they were looking for it. I'm not saying they weren't looking for a way into the war. Um, I, I believe that they probably were, but it wasn't like, let's do this to get in. It was more like, Oh, there's our way in. 
Does that make sense? Yeah, almost kind of like uh, the whole uh, never miss an opportunity for a good uh, <laughs> a good catastrophe. Right, and take right, take advantage. Right. Yeah, I mean, yes. I think there is some of that. And and here's here's the problem. Just and, and uh, Matt, just to critique your, uh, I, I guess, speech. <laughs> I <don't. laughs> Um, if I if I was just completely neutral on this and I just listened to you two on that, I would probably lean more toward Rico. He seemed to really know what he was talking about. He kind of brought up some facts and some oh, names. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I personally, I, I tend to agree with you more on this, Matt, um, as far as your viewpoint. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be convinced by that. So you might want to no, yeah, yeah. might want to do a little more research and kind of make sure you kind. <laughs> I mean, because because basically, I've got I've got this uh, people in general. I think it's human nature to act on um, for, toward incentives. Um, people respond to incentives. That's just true. I'm like, I, I, I can't find anybody that disagrees with that. Like, no matter whether you're evil, good, neutral, whatever, people react to incentives. And it, it's like, you, you almost kind of think that the, the mainstream media narrative and Hollywood and, and, and all the elites, uh, uh, the Democrats and the left, and, you know, you hear all, you know, I went all Alex Jones there for a moment, you notice that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like, you kind of do kind of get a sense that they might be you know, communicating with each other and connected. But at the same time, you also got to think all these people kind of want the same thing. So they, there may never be a paper trail, an actual uh, smoking gun uh, email that you're going to find saying, Hey, we're going to do this, this, this uh, on this date. I think, I think a lot of people just kind of know what to do, when to do it, like, and what uh, things to fight against. Almost like when Trump does something bad or Trump does anything, period, uh, you can go to social media and you can count on person A to say this about Trump, uh, no matter what it was. It's, you know, they, they know, they know how to fall into line with the script. They know exactly what to say, how to say it and how angry to be about it. Like, it's like, I almost wonder if there's more of that, that, that would make more I guess logical sense than uh, a, a tightly knit cabal of a few people controlling everything. You know, it, it, it's it's possible. I'm not saying it's outside the realm of possibility, but I'm just saying uh, as far as uh, 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 what makes more sense, what would make more more logical sense, what would be more pos- uh, more possible. I don't know. I, I'm I'm, tr- I'm having a trouble kind of putting yeah. it together, but I, I, th- I think me, that be would very be very clear. I hope he's right. Yeah, like I want him to be right because <laughs> what I see is super dark and really bums me out whenever I let myself think about it too long. So yeah, let me be yeah, clear. Yeah. And, I, and I have what seen he it. says makes sense and I could be deceived and there could be disinformation that's gotten me there. Yeah. But I wish he was right. Like, but I just don't see it. Yeah. It, uh, it is. It is something, it is something definitely worth looking into. I mean, any, anybody that's in, curious about this stuff, you know, take some time, uh, go down those rabbit holes. Don't be scared to go down the rabbit holes, man. I mean, you, you may f- come back out of it going, Whoa, that was a trip. <laughs> But hey, well, like I said, I'm always very clear whenever I'm speculating and when I think I have proof. Yeah. Any of our listeners, Red Flag Rhetoric or Unframe of Mind, Facebook me. I'll show you where I got there or what book I read. You know, like I'm very, you know, I'm sourced, fully sourced. Yeah. Now, I have noticed a number of your videos that you've sent me. I'm not saying they don't count as proof, but I have a hard time getting into them because of the way they edit them. Um, the way they're, I know, yeah, it's it's so it's and so the scary music in the background. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 what propaganda you would expect propaganda to look like, and yeah, it's you have really, to really weed through it. And and, and it, it is, and that's the problem is is it's so far outside the realm of anything that I'm kind of like already got you know in my mesh of reality. You know, you you can't just like take a whole other mesh and throw it over it. You got to like you know pull in different threads and and see where it's going. And, and follow and the do. leads. Well, I mean, that's, that's I'm saying that's how I got to do it. And when when those videos, the particular ones you've sent me so far, 
they're saying one thing. The graphics are showing something else, not not opposite of what they're saying, but See, they're, they're showing another topic. Real quick on that and they've one, got I, the I, eerie I didn't music. hear that. Yeah. Or sorry, uh, on that one, and I'm only interrupting you because that one is the worst example. Yeah. I have YouTube Premium, so I can listen to stuff all day at work. You mm. know, so if you turn the screen off, it still plays. I didn't see that one. I only heard that, and I was like, "Oh, there's that." Uh, because it's it's yeah. in several places. But That's that probably the, what I would have needed to do, to be honest, because it was really yeah. distracting. Because the the images that That's it was why I gave showing you minute forty. I just wanted yeah. you to hear the Albert Pike prophecies, which is was a very short part of that. Like, man, and listen, I do go through multiple sources, and I try to be as cognitive and you know try to have discernment about what's truth and what's not. And I, it's not it's not a case of it's not a. Uh, youtube university thing where oh uh, there's a video well this is the case like it's not quick decisions it's just more of a funneling well, down of information sake, man if it's not youtube university why do you only send me youtube clips what the f <laughs> that's what i say <laughs> because all it's... the time all of the <laughs> well time. because obviously um <laughs> that was a fraudian fraudian slip and it was youtube university um YouTube Stitcher University? No, yeah, what yeah, I mean no, is I, I understand. I I'm just giving just, you shit. I don't. I don't listen to anything and go. That's the case. Yeah. I I, I listen to a bunch of stuff and then I connect dots because I have a crazy uh, reference memory, and I've been listening to. I mean, to be a musician and to be at work eight hours a day and tell you I rarely listen to a record means I'm, I'm I've got a I'm, lot know, of stuff going, a lot of information coming in that's and that's a been a lot my of weakness. it is horse crap yeah but, that's been my weakness lately is is just I, I've got like music I want to listen to and it's like I have not had time I'm just my podcast list just keeps going you too thank god I feel so bad about it like I'm like like I do with everything like you're I cheating on your life I'm addicted to this information yeah yeah absolutely it's it's a great way to learn absolutely and uh I don't know. I, like I said, just just do your research and stuff. But let, let me ask you guys this: what, how how do you determine truth for yourself? Like, what what is it you're looking for exactly when you when you're researching stuff? Like, because everybody's looking for a little something different to to confirm. Like, oh yeah, 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 that's the truth. Like, what is that for uh, you? Maybe start with Matt. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not ready, I can go to Rico. No, just just put me on the spot. It's all right. Sorry. No, I was actually I was while we were bashing Rico, I was going to say something, and so now you just flipped it, but that's all right. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you if he sent you the wrong video ever. Has he ever done that to you? Where we'll send <laughs> send it to you, and then you'll 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 come up with all these arguments about it. I'll come up with all these arguments about the video, and he's like, "That's not what I sent you at all," and I'm like, "No, uh... no, no, that's." That's exactly what you're saying. There's a logical reason for that. No, no, no I understand. On it, premium, it'll change yes. the video, but the description will stay for some reason. Yeah. So no, I end up going, and, and, and it's always the worst stuff that yeah. you oh, get. Oh, it's terrible. Like, what are you oh, talking no. about, so, dude? I sent you that text like three days ago. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> and we're just having fun at your expense right now. No, that, that, hey. No, this is, what it's, this is what it's all about. I have value. Like uh, uh, that's fine. This is what it's yeah. all about, man. This is what it's all about. I, I love this. Sure. Uh, you know, no, we, I know, I know. It's, it's all good. Just, the as, as a quick, is, sorry, as a quick aside, like we're talking about giving each other hell and having a good time. We're we're disagreeing, but we're doing it. And you know, this is this is what it's all about. I've, I've I just had to kick a guy from my Facebook group today because he just like we had this uh, Iranian guy just join the group. And uh, somebody posted a, a, an article about Trump, and and he says fuck Trump. Well, the other this this other guy who was supposedly a soldier went on and just just fucking verbal diarrhea all over this guy. Fuck you, Iranian piece of shit! Like like nah, dude, that's unacceptable. That is not Whoa. gonna happen in my group. I'm sorry. 
you know, that's not going to happen. And then I, I, I put a post up about it. If you guys want to check that out, the unframed minds, unframed minds group, uh, please check that out. But anyway, yeah. that's, that's, a I, I held him up as an example of what not to do and what's not going to be tolerated in my group. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot of rules. Name calling is one of them. <laughs> like we're not, yeah, like, yeah. The, the conversations you, th- the three of us are having tonight should be what all of the, these conversations could look like, should look like, even if you're getting passionate about it. You know, yeah. we can still be respectful, but sorry, go go ahead. Sure. Dude, I so, think yeah. our relationship is like we're so tight. I, It's more fun and it's challenging. It makes me like go, well, why do I believe this? I would be bummed out if he just overnight was like, you know what? I'm 100 percent on board with everything you believe. <laughs> like this, this is fun. Like I, I eat it up. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, it keeps you on your toes too. There's keeps, no way for me to know 100 percent that I'm right about everything. I have opinions, and you know, and there's always a confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Like, I'm into it. Prove me wrong. Like, you know, I don't have any vested interest, like other than someone like pat me on the back, going, "Oh, it turns out you're right." But other than that, like, I don't care. <laughs> we all need that from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so sorry. Back on the topic of, of how do you determine truth? Sorry. Truth. Yeah. So I think. Well, first and foremost, you know, we brought up the the conservative Christian side, and and that's definitely my worldview. The first thing that I'm going to go to is I'm going to say, all right, does this match where what I find in Scripture? Does this match, you know, uh, me too. The my beliefs there because oh, that's no. you know that's the rock. I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we can talk about that later, buddy. Um, no, <laughs> so but and you know, there's the the idea of the you know, different interpretations. And I understand, you know, people growing at that. And I don't know if that's what you were growing at necessarily or, or what, but, um, that's the first place I'm going to go. Does this, does this match this idea, which ironically, a lot of what Rico brings up can fit pretty nicely into that. Uh, it doesn't have to, that's the, that's the reason why I can disagree still, but that's the first place I go. The second place I'm going to go is, you know, uh, the source, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to look at the source. If it's, uh, you know, some guy sitting in his basement that, uh, he's been listening to YouTube all day. And so he's just ranting off what everybody else has been saying. Then I, you know, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to look at what you're looking at. I'm not going to look at you. I don't, I don't really care. What and there's saying. a lot of that. And oh, there is a lot. Oh, of you're talking about like, that. you're talking about like a couple of guys sitting in front of a white sheet with a couple of earbuds in, just talking to some I dude. No, exactly. those are the yeah. worst. Well, so far, like we're not, and I think that that's, that's, one of the things that we're not trying to really convince people of anything. No, we're not sitting here I like want to talk about. We're it. we're presenting. We're very open by the fact that listen, we've done uh, research on it. We don't. We're not necessarily experts in any of this, but we're just going to have conversations about it, and yep, we're going to talk yep. about the issues. We're going to talk about what we think the causes are, what we've found might be solutions. But we're not sitting here saying we're going to definitively one hundred percent prove to you guys anything, sure. or that you should believe us at all. Ideally, we want you to listen to us. And then go off and look stuff up and go off and do your own research. And, uh, you know, if it's if it has to do with cosmology, go look at math figures, go see how they discovered all of this stuff, Um, you know, and have Rico laugh at you when you say that. Um, But anyway, (laughs) no, 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 it's not what I was laughing about. No, it's fine. No, Um, actually, real quick, just before I forget, I just came up with our tagline. Oh, just now? Uncomfortable conversations without a white sheet. Uncomfortable conversations with a white sheet. That sounds like the KKK. Uh, well, that sounds like the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, 
That's what Pike was part of. You brought up Pike earlier. He was he was part of the KKK. Um, yeah. So I'm, I think, and again, I'm not I'm not going to any source thinking, you know. All right, is what you're going to tell me 100 percent accurate? Um, you know, and that, which is why I'm probably more on the fence on most things. Like we disagree mainly because he tends to jump off the fence and I not without evidence. I mean, he has the evidence. Whoa, no, that's an understatement. Right. That's an no, understatement. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, he takes his... but you're no, right. He, so, Rico takes his fucking clothes off and goes shrieking across the field on the other side of the fence. <laughs> and then he falls in a hole. He keeps going, even though yeah. even though he's saying, help, help, help. <laughs> I, I 100% agree. I, I see that you've met my friend Rico before. No. <laughs> but, uh... No. I think I'm more on the fence because I am more skeptical. So when I'm looking at the – I look at his sources that he sends me and I'm like, I don't know if I should believe these people. And it's not that I'm necessarily always looking for truth in these sources. I'm more looking for things that, all right, I can come up with a rational or scientific or whatever, a provable uh, reason that that's not true. Yeah, a possible um, alternative or – Yeah, yeah, yeah. And – not something that, not necessarily something where it's like, well, I'm 100% this side or I'm 100% this side. I'm saying, all right, you brought that up, but how does, how would that person argue this point that might go against that or an right. alternative that also works in this universe? You know what I mean? Yeah, which which is healthy. Like, uh, I mean, basically, you're you're level headed, and I'm not. It's the short version of everything you just exactly. said. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but I but I do understand this. You know, and and I'm always open to someone proving me wrong. Because a lot of the stuff I believe is very black pill, you know. So, but uh, another thing I'm going to say in my defense is, yeah, sometimes some of the sources I send are bad, but a lot of times it's something that I've already told you that I believe, and I just come across this and I'm like, oh, well, here's uh, here's something that backs that up, not like the source of it. Like a lot of what I believe is the two books I've mentioned already that started this whole thing. Uh, the the octopus of global control and confessions of an economic hitman um, are two big ones. I've read a bunch, and it's not just YouTube University. I, I was actually digging it myself by saying that. There, I, I can back up a lot of what I'm saying, and of course, you know, you write a book doesn't make it truth. But I, 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 but you the, happen to it's one of those things. When I said discernment, once you get an idea of something. The truth just sounds different, and confirmation bias aside, you start connecting dots and start seeing through a lot of the rhetoric and a lot of the media and a lot of, uh, you know, first of all, you know, Obama, you know, he took down the law against using um, propaganda against our own citizens. Did you know that? He repealed a, a propaganda act. You have to look it up, but um, yeah, I didn't. And hear about that. lost my thought. Yep, yep, gone. <laughs> so, did you? Ha- did you? No, ha- I, I, but I, I do. I like the juicier stuff, so that's where my confirmation bias goes sideways sometimes. So I'm all about correcting me, but some stuff you just kind of know when it's right. You just you you know you just start putting the pieces of the puzzle together, and you know when it's right. That makes sense. That makes a lot and I'm of right sense. about everything we've talked yeah, about. Yeah, I was thinking right about 3% of what you say, but that's cool. <laughs> well, oh, come on. Well, the thing is, is you could flip that because. Give me 50. 
once you're convinced of anything, whether it's true or not, everything you see is going to yes. confirm. Well, right. that, I've that's, said confirmation that's, bias that's, several right. times. Confirmation. It's kind of the same thing. And it's, it's a hard – that's a hard pitfall to avoid. I mean – Everyone yeah, yeah we all fall into it absolutely yeah. and it's and, and, and I, I think that's why it's important I, that's exactly why these conversations are important because you have other people who are able to call you on your bullshit when needed like and and maybe you're like gonna dig in uh, dig deeper and double down but if you have people around you and you surround yourself with people you respect and you can you can actually talk to and you you know they have that your best interest at heart like you're a lot more willing to listen. You're a lot more willing to take that those notes and go, okay, I hadn't considered that angle. I'll go check that out. You know, that's, you're a lot For more sure. likely to, to, to be able to step outside your cognitive bias. You cannot do that on your own. It takes people around you to help you with that. It really, really does. Um, so yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of, a lot of good. I, I agree fully. Yeah. I a do. lot of good. I mean, it's, it's definitely a lot of good lessons in this, uh, in this episode so far. I think this has been a fantastic episode. We're running up on a, an hour right now. And, uh, listen, I just wanted to thank you guys for, for coming on and giving us a little, little, uh, insight into your world and, and let us see a little bit of what we can expect from your show coming up. And, uh, definitely, definitely you guys are welcome to come back on again sometime. And, and as you, as you continue to grow and we'll, uh, be on each other's shows and all that good shit. And we'll, Brother, you're a prince for having us, man. Thank you so much. Like, this was great. I love this. Yeah, I, I miss this. I, I've done a few, a few uh, where you have a, a multiple guests, and yeah. I, I like being the oddball guy. You know, I, I like bringing a little flair to the situation. Yeah, usually I'm, sure I'm the oddball. Usually I'm the oddball, but then I have you in, and I look fucking. Like, <laughs> I am. I am. I'm like, uh, uh, what's what's that average SpongeBob? Like I'm that guy when you come in the room. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> All right, I'm the Overton sliding glass door. All right, nope. uh, all right, y'all. You y'all have been watching another episode of the Unframe of Mind show, and this has been uh, no exception to our uncomfortable conversations without a condom. It's been a lot of fun. I look forward to having these guys back on again. If you guys want to check out their channel, uh, just look up a red pill. I'm sorry, red flag rhetoric, and uh, they've got a podcast they're working on. They're a couple episodes in and got more in the pipeline. Um, it's actually pretty cool the the mix of uh, conversation and, and and metal music, and you know I, I kind of like it. I like it a lot. So. Uh, Definitely check them out and uh, be sure to subscribe and all that other shit that you know you're supposed to do on YouTube. I'm not your dad. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Y'all have a good night. Wow, was that not the best ideagasm you've ever had? Want to do it again? Go to unframeofmind.com to find more mind-stretching, world-altering podcasts, videos, and articles. And get those critical thinking juices flowing.